Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson, and uh, joining us now in studio, Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Good morning and afternoon and evening, depending on where you are in this great globe of ours. I think we have a global listening audience. We we can. We have the app. Well, we do. We do have listeners internationally. And I'm talking to you. We can track them. Listeners in France and Russia. We can follow them. Yeah. Can we really? Yeah, we know where they did. Ooh. <laughs> Big AFA brothers following you. That's right. <laughs> I actually, no, I, no what, what we can know is if people are listening internationally, we can tell. By country. Uh, by country. Yeah. We can tell. And we do have a lot, yeah. we do have a lot of folks who listen. That's neat. Uh, military and mm-hmm. missionaries and, mm-hmm. and just other people. You bet. Um. How old is Ron DeSantis? Isn't he 43? Uh, let me look. I would say 40s. The governor of Florida. Uh, what You said he's, I know he's in his 40s, he's right? He's 43. He's 43 years old. Um, he's done well. Yeah, now he's running for uh, re-election mm-hmm. this fall. Is it this fall? I'm not sure if it's this fall, but he has stated Yes, uh, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say one day he will be president, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. You know, whether that's in 2024 or 2028, one of those times, I think he will be the next president of the United States. Uh, I really do. I feel he's on that he's on that path to to greatness. It, it seems like everything he touches legislatively and what he has to say and the way he says it, uh, it's it's just leadership all over it. It really is. Mm-hmm. And his state, you know, his state was one of the first uh, to come out of the pandemic restrictions. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, the report you had about the economy in red states outperforming the economy in blue states. Yes, uh, Florida and states basically in the middle of the country, red states, fair, you know, Republican-run states. Sane people, where yes. sane people live. Yes. <laughs> the economies are doing extremely well compared to states run by Democrats. Now, that's, it's not, that's not a political bias statement. That's, they've been doing assessments. Yeah, I mean, this was a nonpartisan uh, poll. Do you have that in your stack of stuff there? Because red states. This was a Daily Mail story yeah, I that, that I, out last night. That the day, you sent out? I found it on the Daily Mail. What is it? What is it? What's the first paragraph say? Well, it says the analysis was done by Moody's. All right, and they found that red states, those that have voted for a GOP president in the last two elections, are up three hundred and forty-one thousand jobs in total compared to February 2020. 
Why do you think that is, Steve? Oh, well, I think uh, – well, they're saying the, the, – they're blaming this or crediting this for the COVID, the fact that red states did not shut down during COVID as much as blue states. Uh, therefore, more jobs, people moved. A lot of people moving from blue states to red states, taking yes. those jobs. And, <clears throat> and because the same uh, study finds that in blue states, they're collectively down 1.3 million jobs yeah. uh, in that same time. They're saying one reason for red state revival is migration with millions ditching blue states. Florida, which saw the most COVID-19 migrants, recorded a budget surplus of $20 billion for the year, with some of that money going to raising teacher salaries. Uh, Over in Texas, cities are more than 50% office space occupancy. Meanwhile, in San Francisco and Los Angeles, more than 60% of offices are empty. You know why this is? It's, if it, if it's in large part COVID related, is because the red states tried to stay open for business as yeah. best they could yes. while managing a pandemic at the mm-hmm. same time, uh, and then the blue states just shut everything down, closed yes. everything down, locked everything down in the name of protecting the public from getting COVID, mm-hmm. right? And so it harmed uh, a lot of their businesses. And now I guess at least I don't know if you would call it permanently, but it appears at least in the for the near future the blue states are still going to continue to suffer because of the decisions made during COVID, right? Yeah, that's that's part of it. But also, let's face it, and there was no material difference between in percentages about uh, how many people died or didn't die. Not and, based and, on politics, no. Right, no based on politics. So, so it, it uh, what I'm saying is it doesn't appear. That all these lockdowns by the blue states really did much of uh, made much of a difference in terms of uh, deaths from COVID compared to red states, which basically tried to stay open and and, and we and we've we've talked about this before the number of people moving from New York City right. uh, down to Florida right to get, it's crime I mean people are scared to death to go out on the streets in New York whether it's broad daylight wouldn't, wouldn't uh, you be every you day and, and and anti police sentiment in these Democrat-run cities, and that's why a lot of police officers have been quitting jobs oh, yeah. and moving to red states like Florida. You see, I saw yesterday we're in, this, in uh, New York City. They are, <clears throat> they are bringing down their standards for physical fitness for their yeah, police. For their police. Saw that. Yes. Is it the police academy or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go and do a if you want to get on the force, you have to go and do a physical fitness test, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, as I say, they're decreasing their standards because they're having a hard time finding recruits. Yes. Imagine that. The New New standard is you have to have two good legs or be really fast on crutches. One of the, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and it's only going to get worse. Yes. In, the, in these big cities, uh, the officers that are staying, many of them, are just looking forward to their retirement yes or to they find a better job somewhere where they're where, where I, I saw a stat for new york this morning that since the start of this year since january of this year over two thousand new york city police officers have either retired or have resigned to go get and a they job hadn't been replaced else. no same thing in Chicago. I saw that too Chicago San Francisco Los Angeles and, and they're, they're nobody's applying for the jobs no, and and the criminals in these cities now are committing acts in broad daylight at ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Listen, the mayor of New York, 
Adams. His, former police officer. Former police officer. What happened to his one of his top aides? <laughs> he was walking down. He was scouting a place for the mayor to do a speech. Just yesterday. In, in, uh, yeah, yesterday in uh, Brooklyn. And uh, somebody mugged him. Somebody came up and wanted to steal. Two guys. Two guys. They, they walked up to him, demanded his wallet and watch or money or whatever. And he said, you don't want to do this. I work for the mayor. They kind of <laughs> laughed in his face, pushed him down, and robbed him and walked off. Yeah, he's fortunate he wasn't killed, yeah. killed or beat up. Uh, he was just robbed. Mm-hmm. But this is the – so you have the city of New York. The mayor is one of his top assistants going to scout out a place for him to speak, I guess, maybe later that day or tomorrow, whenever. Yeah. And he's robbed in broad daylight by two guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these criminals, uh, in these, especially, again, in these liberal – States, these big cities run by Democrats, uh, they've gone to this no bail mm-hmm. and it's no, no, or no cash bail. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, well, no, they're, they're in a lot of places, it's no bail. They're letting these and serious crimes, they're letting these yeah. uh, perpetrators out. And you know what else is not just the police that are leaving, lawyers that work for the district attorney's office who have put hours and hours and hours into prosecuting these cases only to see the guy walk, they're quitting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so crime is only going to increase. It's violent crime. They're doing. They have record number of carjackings across America. You know, uh, Philadelphia. Remember the mm-hmm. was it a city council person or a state legislature state legislator? A couple months ago, just broad daylight, uh, guys walked up and carjacked them. Mm-hmm. Get out, take mm-hmm. your car, mm-hmm. or rob you, or kill you, or worse. Yeah. Well, you can't do worse than killing somebody, but you know what I'm saying. So it's getting very dangerous. Crime is a big uh, political issue this year, Fred. Yep. Uh, and it's it is going to hurt the Democrats. Now, I will say this. Uh, I don't mean I don't mean to sound like I'm unsympathetic to the victims of violent crime. I am, but at the same time. If if you're going to live in in these big cities in particular, and you're going to continue to vote for the people whose policies encourage this criminal activity, then I don't have any sympathy for you. Yes. Okay. It, it, what what is the old saying? Uh, stupid is uh, doing the same thing over and over again and yes. expecting a different result. That's right. That's right. So, you know, it's interesting you mentioned New York. The The current mayor came in. He, he campaigned yeah. on cracking down on crime. Yeah. And the first thing he does, he, he appoints a prosecutor that is known right. uh, to be easy on crime. I, I, I mean. I, There's I, no I'm making sorry. sense of it. It's just. Well, what, what it is. You say one thing, I'll you get an office, and then you. Yeah. I'll tell you what's driving part a lot of this is this uh, defund the police. Combined with a quote social justice reform, quote, and so the idea is that uh, we don't want to incarcerate people of color, okay? Because it's that's un- unfair because there aren't. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, what do we do? We just let them if we and, and we just let them run. We just turnstile 
at the police uh, precinct. You bring them in, you book them, they're out by that afternoon, and they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. These criminals just go, <laughs> they just laugh at the cops, yeah. basically, yeah. because they know that the uh, DA is not going to prosecute them. But somebody votes for that DA mm-hmm. or the mayor, that or the mayor them appoints them, and you vote for the mayor. And, and here's the thing, you know, they have these what they call equity programs, all right? You may, you know, Barack Obama talked about uh, equity. What in is our that? Ju- ec- I know what okay. equity means, but what are you talking about? Okay, here's an example. Let's say a given city has 10% uh, population of black people. But the feds go in and they say, well, 20% of the people in jail are black. Yeah. So the justice system has a problem. Uh, there only should be 10% of the people in jail who have black skin. Therefore, you have to do reform. You, you yeah. can't. No, you can't run. You cannot run cr- a criminal justice system like that. You can't, you that's can't. what they're doing. That's I'm, what they're doing. I know, but that, that that's not. You, you prosecute criminals, whatever color skin they have, and yes. and and, they, and then they they go to jail or go to prison based on what the state law or city uh, most state law says in terms of the crime they committed. You start doing quote justice by quote the quota system. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's that's insane. Uh, over fifty percent, and I mentioned this before, of all violent crime, at least homicides in America, are done by uh, black young black males. Mm-hmm. That's the FBI statistics. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about three percent of the population are doing over half the homicides in America, right? Yep. So you, when I'm, I bring that point up to say you can't, you can't distribute a quota system for a crime based on uh, percentages. You, 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 ha- yep. you have to deal with um, the facts as they are on the ground, so to speak. But that's what they're dealing with. I, I forget what the, the city is, but it's a Democrat-run city where they have told the police department – to stop pulling over cars, if they they do a computer check and they say the the guy's driver's license, his license tags are out of date, you will not pull. Where those, is this? Uh, it's a Democrat-run yeah. city somewhere, West Coast, East Coast. You cannot pull these people over because we have found that the large majority of people pulled over are of minority status. So therefore, it looks really bad because you keep pulling over people of a certain skin color. Therefore, we do not want you, police officer, stopping that vehicle anymore. Even though the the tags are out of date or you know the driver. just don't have tags. Yep. Just, just get rid of tags then. Yep. If that's, if that's the way you're going to. But that, these are the kinds of policies that are being, that's why out in Los Angeles, the recall is underway of Gascon. Right, he's the DA out there. He's the DA out there who basically is letting yeah. all the criminals go. Yeah. Well, you got to, back to our original point. You got a mass uh, exodus from blue states, blue states, especially in the big blue state cities, mm-hmm. Chicago, New York, uh, Philadelphia, others of people who can, who have the means are getting out. Yep. They're leaving because, and one of the primary reasons is the rise uh, in crime. And I would say the rise in crime violent crime even, particularly since the defund the police movement uh, yes. 
you know, escalated. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Steve. Next story. All right. Uh, this one kind of makes me smile. The the left, the social justice warriors, never stop. So we are in Philadelphia. There is a um, what's being called a queer owned cafe called Mina's World. It is owned by a, a lesbian couple. They call themselves queer. They call themselves queer, and they started Mina's in an effort to create what's called an inclusive coffee shop. They wanted to make sure everybody was welcome. They're, they're social justice warriors. Okay. Well, their workers now say, well, we're not happy because we're facing what they're saying, systemic employer opposition, manipulation, abuse of power, exploitation, anti-blackness, ableism, hostility. So they are have the list of grievances. And How many employees they have? Is it yeah, say? Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a small coffee shop, so I'm, I'm guessing it's a dozen, maybe maybe seven or eight. I don't know. But okay, just, they've all signed this petition? Yes. Well, listen to the list of demands. They want public acknowledgement and accountability for the grievances and harm caused. By the way, not to them, to the community, but they, would, they get the money. They want immediate payment to the staff that have had payment withheld, including back pay. Don't know what was, was it was held for, but listen to this. They're demanding that the owners redistribute the business and begin the process of transforming it into a cooperative. You have to give us your business. Uh huh. You know what I got to borrow from Donald Trump? You're fired. Yes. <laughs> I'd fire them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're, where is this? Philadelphia. So employees, of, what's the name of the company? Mina's World. Uh huh. Okay, Mina's World. <laughs> well, that's that's pure communism. That's like a dictator yeah. in Venezuela yeah. nationalizing a business. Yeah, well, it doesn't work. You oh. go broke. They are they're gentrifiers. Gentrifiers. It's a woke term used to yeah. describe those. Go woke, who go broke. Purposefully contribute <laughs> to somewhere. the displacement of low income families. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. By the way, did you see where this Disney uh, movie's not doing very well? Not doing it as much as expected. The Disney Lightyear, Lightyear, mm-hmm. which was, uh, uh, and I, that's it. It's not the Minions movie is doing gangbusters. This is what I read, and uh, Lightyear is not doing for Disney what they had hoped. I don't know if you'd call it a flop or not. Mm-hmm. And also, I saw where Tom Hanks yesterday said he doesn't understand why the voice of Tim Allen wasn't used on the the Buzz Lightyear's character in mm-hmm. this movie, he's always been that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Toy Story series. Yeah. And it was even Tom Hanks saying. But we, all, but we all know yeah, why. Tim Allen's conservative politics yes. got, got him axed right there. I mean, yes. that's that hasn't been confirmed officially, but we all know that's what happened. Go ahead, Steve. So the week of, this is the week of July 1 to 5, I believe. And uh, yet yeah, 1 to 3. The weekend uh minions was the top grossing movie and it grossed 107 more than top gun and elvis? Yeah, top gun has come down to number two and elvis is number three right now uh so minions top gun and elvis minions on its first weekend grossed 107 million dollars light year is at number five it's been out for i don't know how many weeks but it's total take so far is $105 million, $2 million so less. You're than saying the, the Minions beat... Uh, in their first weekend, beat Lightyear's entire run so far. And Lightyear's been out, what, three weeks, something like that? Uh, Yeah, I five weeks. No, I'm sorry. Three I don't know. I, well, I well you know was. what? Uh, I mean, they... 
uh, part of this is people aren't going to see Disney movies right now. <laughs> huh? Because of all the uh, woke um, activism they've been involved in the last few months. Down in Florida. Huh? Yep. yep. I, mean, I really it. believe that. I don't know what percentage of people mm-hmm. are boycotting Disney, but I got to think, you know, there are a lot of people, millions of people perhaps, who would have otherwise gone to a Disney kids movie who decided, no, I'm not going to go see that. Well, and, and let's remind people what happened down in Florida. What happened down in Florida is that Disney came out against the legislation that was in place. It's now the law that said little kindergartens, kindergartners, kids in, from K to 3 cannot be indoctrinated with pro-homosexual propaganda. Or, or any other. They said you basically you can't talk about sex with K through 3 in Florida. With the I little 5-year-olds. Yeah. And, it's and inappropriate and, and it's unlawful. And I've said it before. Even if a liberal mom and it's a liberal mom and dad they don't want their little jamie no. or john five no. years old no being taught about homosexuality and transgenderism right so disney said that's transphobic yes uh this governor DeSantis and the state of florida we want teachers to be able to talk about uh transgenderism and other uh other sexual matters with kids. Yes. Without the parents' knowledge. Without the parents' knowledge. That's that's the side Disney took. That's the side and Disney. And they got slammed for that. Oh, I mean, good. That, now they got patted on the back by the woke crowd and their fellow Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, people, mm-hmm. and, you know, and the cultural elite and so forth like that. But millions of, millions of conservative uh, parents said uh, uh, no to Disney on this. The woke crowd can scream really loud and make yeah, themselves they sound. They can make themselves sound like a couple million people, but they can't spend like a couple million people because they're not. No. Well, and, and they don't have. They all have to worry about raising children. Yeah, because they don't have any. No, nope. most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Huh? Which you know, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I could say something. Well. Nah, I'm going to go. Steve, we got a minute to go All right. here. Uh, I want to give you a tweet. This is a tweet from a rock and roll guy named Kid Rock. I do not recommend his music. He's a little crass and he's worldly. He's a, not a Christian, but he is conservative. And he tweeted this out. He said, Bibles are not allowed in schools anymore, but are encouraged in prisons. And they are. Perhaps if kids were allowed to read the Bible in school, they wouldn't end up in prison. There you go. Some logic for you. A, a proverb from Kid Rock. There yes, you go. Sir. I think that's <laughs> Kid Rock 311. <laughs> and there's so much wisdom in that. It's yeah. true. If yeah. you head off bad behavior yeah. when kids are young, yeah. you're likely not going to end up in prison. Yeah. You teach kids right from wrong at an early age. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because a list of right and wrong behavior comes from the Bible shouldn't negate it. Nope. No. Uh, shouldn't make it, quote, a... Uh, separation of church and state issue which is so misunderstood oh that yeah whole concept on purpose yeah yeah all right well we're out of time here on the program today and uh fred you want to tell one more what? can i yes, mention one more thing uh-huh chick-fil-a ah named america's favorite restaurant for the eighth year in a row wow good on that in a row eight years in a row i think i'll america's celebrate from favorite. getting some minis that's right Get yourself a sandwich. Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. 
Absolutely. I think I get a I get a free sandwich or some nuggets out of that. Could arrive at your door. You could ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe one of those milkshakes. Yes. Although I will forever be upset with Chick-fil-A for dropping slaw. <laughs> That's that was wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. Uh we'll see you tomorrow everybody. Have a great day.